Welcome to the Corona of Thorns podcast. I'm Father Peter Zwans, and today is the Feast of St. Matthias the Apostle. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. To prepare ourselves, let us acknowledge our sins. I confess to Almighty God and and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Glory to God in the highest, and And on on earth earth, peace to people people of goodwill. We We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, heavenly King, O God, almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, Have mercy on us, for you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. Let us pray. O God, who assigned St. Matthias a place in the College of Apostles, grant us through his intercession that rejoicing at how your love has been allotted to us we may merit to be numbered among the elect. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles One day, Peter stood up to speak to the brothers. There were about 120 persons in the congregation. Brothers, the passage of Scripture had to be fulfilled in which the Holy Spirit speaking through David, foretells the fate of Judas, who offered himself as a guide to the men who arrested Jesus. After having been one of our number and actually sharing this ministry of ours, now in the book of Psalms it says, Let his camp be reduced to ruin, and let there be no one to live in it. And again, let someone else take his office. We therefore chose someone who had been with us the whole time that the Lord Jesus was travelling round with us, someone who was with us right from the time when John was baptising until the day when he was taken up from us, and he can act with us as a witness to his resurrection. Having nominated two candidates, Joseph, known as Barsabbas, whose surname was Justice, and Matthias, Having prayed, Lord, you can read everyone's heart. Show us, therefore, 
which of these two you have chosen to take over this ministry and apostolate, which Judas abandoned to go to his proper place. Then they drew lots for them, and as the lot fell to Matthias, he was listed as one of the twelve apostles. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord will give him a seat with the leaders of his people. The Lord will give him a seat with the leaders of his people. Praise, O servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. May the name of the Lord be blessed, both now and forevermore. The Lord will give him a seat with the leaders of his people. From the rising of the sun to its setting. Praise be the name of the Lord. High above all nations is the Lord. Above the heavens, his glory. The Lord will give him a seat with the leaders of his people. Who is like the Lord our God? Who has risen on high to his throne, yet stoops from the heights to look down, to look down upon heaven and earth? The Lord will give him a seat with the leaders of his people. From the dust he lifts up the lowly. From the dung heap he raises the poor to set him in the company of princes, yes, with the princes of his people. The Lord will give him a seat with the leaders of his people. Alleluia, alleluia. I have chosen you from the world, says the Lord, to go and bear fruit that will last. Alleluia. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Remain in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and remain in his love. I have told you this, so that my own joy may be in you, and your joy be complete. This is my commandment. Love one another as I have loved you. A man can have no greater love than to lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends, if you do what I command you. I shall not call you servants anymore because a servant does not know his master's business. I call you friends because I have made known to you everything I have learnt from my father. You did not choose me. No, I chose you. And I commissioned you to go out and to bear fruit, fruit that will last. And then the Father will give you anything you ask him in my name. What I command you is to love one another. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, so we celebrate today the Feast of St. Matthias, As we heard in the first reading, he's the one who gets elected to take the place of Judas Iscariot. So obviously we're in the time now after Jesus' resurrection. He's just ascended into heaven. And now comes this question. All right, what do we do about the place that's left by Judas? The 12 have gone down to 11. And 11's got a sense of incompleteness to about it, that Judas has left a gap that needs to be filled. And so Peter says, look, all right, well, what are we going to do about filling this gap? He quotes one of the Psalms and says, let someone else take his office, his place. 
we got to get back to that number 12. And I suppose it begs the question, why? Why 12? Why do you need to stick with 12? The apostles through the Gospels have been referred to as the 12. And now they're down to 11, you've got to get them back to the 12. Well, the number 12, of course, has a very strong history in the Old Testament. The people of Israel were 12 tribes. And Moses liberated the 12 tribes of Israel and gathered the 12 tribes of Israel at the foot of Mount Sinai. And there God entered into a covenant, making of these 12 tribes one nation, his own people. So let's pause there for a second and think about these 12 tribes. You see, we refer to them as Israel, but we forget where that word Israel comes from. Israel is a name. Israel is the name that God gave to Jacob. Now remember who Jacob is. Abraham begot Isaac. Isaac begot Jacob. And Jacob has 12 sons. And so from these 12 sons come 12 lines of descendants who trace their way back to Jacob. And Jacob's name becomes Israel. And so they refer to themselves as Israelites, as ones who spring from Jacob, the ones who come from Israel. And each traces their descendancy through one of Jacob's sons. That's their tribe. And these tribes are the foundation for the people of God, of Israel. And so now, what's Jesus doing in calling 12 apostles to himself? This action of getting 12 is a prophetic sign that Jesus is establishing a new Israel, a new people of God. But what marks out this new people of God, this new Israel from the old Israel, is that it's not through blood and through birth that we are brought into the people of God, but through faith and baptism. And so the apostles get the mandate. If you guys are going to be the beginning, the foundation of the new people of God, if everyone is going to trace their descendancy back through you 12, then what are you going to do? It's not a command to be fruitful and multiply in the bodily sense. It's a command to be fruitful and multiply in the spiritual sense. Belonging to the new people of God through faith and baptism, what are the apostles commanded to do by Jesus at his ascension? He says, go, teach all nations, baptize them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. He's telling the twelve, Go and be the foundation of this new people of God. The ones who now belong to God in a new way because of the sacrifice of Christ. Because they are united now in his blood, in him. So here's the bit. Judas has left his place empty. And you've got to get back to the number 12. 12 is that prophetic number which sheds light on the reality of what Christ has called the apostles to be, a new foundation. 
The apostles then are the beginning of a global family, a spiritual family, sent to the very corners of the earth to proclaim the gospel and to baptize the faithful. Now, these 12 tribes, right, they're called the house of Jacob. Collectively, they're called Israel. Now, biblical scholars have a fancy pants name for this. They call it corporate personality. That the body of the people is named by one single name. Israel. You all come from Jacob, from Israel. You all have his life. You all belong to his house and his family. You are Israel. Well, where do the 12 apostles come from? Just as the 12 sons came from Israel, now the 12 apostles come from Christ, from Jesus. They are his spiritual sons. And we are born spiritually into these apostolic tribes. They are our fathers in faith. But just as they were all collectively called Israel, because Jacob was their father, now we are all collectively called Christians. Jesus is the one from whom we receive our life, our life in the spirit. This is our corporate personality. Now that means that we can lay a very special claim on God. Jesus is the Son of the Father, and we are made one in Jesus. And so we become in him the sons and daughters of the Father through faith and baptism. Now, St. Paul takes this to its logical conclusion. He writes this in the letter to the Romans. He says, now, if we are children, then we are heirs. Heirs meaning that we have the right to an inheritance. And so St. Paul goes on. If we are children, if we are sons and daughters, then we are heirs. Heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. This is the new people of God, built on the foundation of the twelve apostles. And together, we look toward the one who is the head of our family, the source of our life, Jesus. And he is the reason why we are Christians. At the Saviour's command, and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. 
Let us welcome Christ into our hearts with an act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Thanks be to God. And we finish by praying Pope Francis's prayer to Mary during the coronavirus pandemic. O Mary, you shine continuously on our journey as a sign of salvation and hope. We entrust ourselves to you, health of the sick. At the foot of the cross, you participated in Jesus' pain with steadfast faith. You, salvation of the Roman people, know what we need. We are certain that you will provide so that as you did in Cana of Galilee, joy and feasting might return after this moment of trial. Help us, Mother of Divine Love, to conform ourselves to the Father's will and to do what Jesus tells us. He who took our sufferings upon himself and bore our sorrows to bring us through the cross to the joy of the resurrection. Amen. We seek refuge under your protection, O Holy Mother of God. Do not despise our pleas, we who are put to the test. And deliver us from every danger, O glorious and blessed Virgin. Amen. Thanks for praying with us, and may God bless you abundantly, so that this day may give glory to God the Father.